Imagine if office leasing operated like an airline frequent flyer program, where tenants would pay monthly fees per employee for various tier levels of access to amenities or benefits. It's a pretty different proposition from the legacy leasing model of paying per square metre, but it's not as far-fetched as you might think. Jaylil reckons that with the multiple pressures on the legacy leasing model, including increasing demand for flexible space, the desire for multi-use spaces that enhance employees' lifestyles, social distancing and remote working needs, and pressure from investors for greater financial efficiency, a complete revision of office leasing is afoot. I'm Rebecca Kent, host of JLL's Perspectives podcast. This bonus episode has an interview with Gavin Morgan, JLL's Chief Operating Officer for Greater China and Managing Director for Hong Kong. He tells CNBC's Christine Tan more about this evolution of office space. Gavin Morgan is COO of Greater China and MD, Hong Kong of JLL, joining us from Hong Kong. Gavin, good to have you with us. Welcome back. Uh, Got to ask you, what do you mean by membership-based model? What exactly does it mean? Are we talking about co-working spaces? Well, uh, look, thank you for the question and good morning. Um, uh, great to be back uh, having a chat with you. Um, so membership-based, we, we think that there is, uh, there is an opportunity uh, when we look at how the end um, both the provision and the use of office space has been evolving over the last five years. And particularly now that techno with technology being embraced the way it is in real estate, when we're when we extrapolate into the future, we could see tiered memberships um, as a means to present office space to the market and for occupiers to lease it, um, as opposed to the traditional lease model that we've seen in the past. Um, and so those membership models would look like groups of people and organizations um, tiered in different ways where different services, different types uh, and quantities of services and amenities are provided per membership tier. Uh, Gavin, it's interesting because the shift uh, that COVID has really made uh, people think about where they work, how they work, but we are getting news of a vaccine now. People are hoping life would return to some sort of normalcy. You don't think that's going to get more people back to work? Look, absolutely. Um, and you know, lots and lots of um, contrasting sort of opinions in this space, particularly over the last seven months. But at JLL, we firmly believe that people will come back to the office. Uh, we think it will happen faster in locations like Hong Kong and other built-up cities, particularly in locations where people tend to have smaller living space at home, Hong Kong, Tokyo, and Singapore, locations like that, a little bit longer in places where people find it more comfortable to work from home, Sydney, London, you know, and parts of New York uh, as well. But we believe, we firmly believe that the office is here to stay. But we do think that we'll see much faster evolution in how office space is presented and used in the future. Hence, this latest paper we've produced. Should the landlords uh, be worried? Absolutely not. Um, a, a great question. It's an opportunity. We think tackled the right way for both landlords and tenants. We. I think it's a mutually beneficial proposition. Uh, we think that not only will it improve, or not only does it have uh, the potential to improve uh, the relationship toward, much more toward partnerships between landlords and tenants, but we do think that it will present cost-saving opportunities to tenants while also showing owners, landlords, 
um, ways that they may make more cash flow from assets and potentially have an impact uh, of a positive nature on capital values as well. And speaking of capital values, where does that put rentals? Does that put pressure on rentals then? If there's less demand for office space, does that mean that landlords would actually have to reduce the rentals that we're seeing they're offering out to their tenants? Well, I think if there was less demand for office space, I mean, that typically has a downward impact on rents. But we actually think rather than this type of trend, rather than putting pressure on rents, uh, we think that it will increase, uh, I mean, older real estate tends in many places to be considered to be obsolete or past its useful life after a certain point of time in the age cycle of the, the real estate. We think that um, not, only, not, not only will this have a positive impact on demand, uh, but we do think that there are significant sustainability and pr productivity implications as well, mainly because we think that older real estate presents better in the future than it has done in the past, used in the manner that we're talking about. Hmm. Uh, Co-working spaces, I mean, these plays are actually on the rise right now. At a time like this, they're actually rejuggling uh, their portfolio and, and expanding in some areas. Is that the way to go? Is that the future of commercial real estate? Absolutely. We see real estate assets operating much more holistically in the future. And the co-working trend has really shown the industry uh, directionally um, the way in that respect. Uh, so, yes, we do think that we'll see more co-working. We think we'll see much more owner-operated co-working. Um, we also see a future where there will be more buildings in their entirety operated by co-working operators, uh, users, you know, organizations like IWG, WeWork, etc. But we also see a future where more, <clears throat> where more assets are operated in their entirety and in a holistic manner by owners, rather than segmented into office and co-working and retail and car parking and gyms, etc., as they are in the main today. How crowded is this co-working space going to get? Are we going to see more players, more people jumping into the fray as this sector takes off? I think so. I think you're going to see a really a continued increase in the sophistication of offer to users of real estate, and particularly with owners coming now coming much more aggressively into this sector. Yes, it is going to become more crowded, but we do think that it will happen in a way where it will will significantly improve the real estate experience to the user, and will also present the types of opportunities around profitability, cost savings and better partnerships that I mentioned earlier between landlords and tenants. That was JLL's Gavin Morgan talking to CNBC about the future of office leasing. For a deeper understanding of the tiered membership model, search for the report Tenancy Reimagined on jll.com.au. I'm Rebecca Kent. Thanks for listening to JLL's Perspectives podcast.